Welcome to the Mercy Community Group Leader Podcast. Mercy Community Groups exist to become more like Jesus together. We're trying out a new format with these episodes and this podcast for this season. Corey, our community group's resident, and myself, by the way, I'm Joey Schwartz, community group pastor. We're going to be talking about um, a discipleship issue, kind of giving you tips about how to disciple your people, and also going to be tackling like a practical issue each week for you community group leaders. We're going to try to do this in really short bursts, maybe seven, eight, nine minutes at a time each week to help you as you are seeking to help your group become more like Jesus together. So in this week, we're going to be focusing on how to continue pointing out grace. We're right in the middle of a month focused on desiring the spiritual gifts. And if you haven't listened to that training that Corey did, go back and listen to that. But that's our focus for this month. So what we want to talk about here is how to not let that habit of pointing out grace in one another fade as we're shifting into the discussion of spiritual gifts. Um, So as we do that in this episode, let us know if this format's helpful. We'd love to hear from you about how to best equip you as a community group leader. After we talk about that, we're also going to be handling a little bit of how to shepherd your group through this crazy season of COVID, but specifically right now in March 2021, COVID cases kind of declining. So um, one more announcement for you before we dive into discussing these things. Um, We've got an April 6th training coming up. So we just came out of a training just a little bit ago, but April 6th, we're going to be moving from desiring the gifts into discerning the gifts. So we'll be sending out that RSVP soon, but go ahead and put it on your calendar. That'll be April 6th, a training on discerning the gifts. All right, let's talk for a little bit, Corey, about how community group leaders can continue pointing out grace because the hope for all of these rhythms, whether it was last fall and meeting with God, sharing the word, praying on the spot, and then this semester of pointing out grace and practicing the gifts is not just to have a semester focus and then move on. All these things are really rhythms that should continue mm-hmm. in our community groups. So as we shift into desiring the gifts, the hope is that we continue pointing out grace in one another. Now, remember the definition that we've been using for pointing out grace. It's not just saying nice things to one another or flattering one another. It's pointing out grace in others or pointing to grace in Christ. My definition, remembrance, just got tested, (laughs) but I think that's right. Pointing out grace in others or pointing to grace in Christ. So how do we continue building this habit in our community groups? The big thing that I'd encourage you here as a community group leader is knowing that this Um, this really should be a culture in your community group of encouragement, Mm -hmm. a culture of looking at one another. And if our aim is to become more like Jesus together, noticing that, highlighting that, and speaking it, not just noticing things that might be bugging us in community group or annoying us, but actively having our radar on for the grace of Christ in one another. A few tips here is number one, using moments in the lives of our community group members to point out grace. Mm -hmm. So really practically like birthdays or anniversaries or big career moves or Mm -hmm. anything that can kind of signal, oh, this is a significant moment in that person's life. Use that moment to say, hey, can we spend a little bit of time, you know, encouraging Susie and how we've seen the grace of God in her. Typically, these moments of encouragement are reserved for like retirement parties when Mm -hmm. people are 65 or sadly, their funeral. So we want to have a culture of encouragement that's distinct from the world and doing this all the time, always talking about how people are becoming more like Jesus. 
it should just be a part of our culture to stop, notice, and call out where people yeah. are looking like Jesus. And then the other thing, last thing I'd say on this is as you are just doing this, as you're talking through the scriptures and noticing the grace of God in one another, uh, which by the way, you don't have to have a big moment in life. You can just do it as you go. Um, another way you can do this is making when people transition out of your group, making that a really big deal and using that moment instead of it feeling weird or divisive, mm -hmm. assuming it's on good terms and there's a unification, actually sending them out by pointing out grace in them. We actually had a couple in our community group, a couple that we love who is transitioning out mm -hmm. um, because they're going to Northeast campus. And we, instead of that feeling weird, it was beautiful to send yeah. them out uh, by pointing out the grace of God in them. Yeah, that sounds really great. Um, and I know in my life, I've experienced a lot of encouragement and not just the fake encouragement or the shallow encouragement, but the really deep um, pointing out Jesus in the way that um, the Lord has made me. I actually had a friend who is a part of a mercy community group. And um, as part of just this past month, figuring out how to point out grace, she actually wrote me a letter where she talked about the ways that she sees Jesus in me. And I know for me, when I got home and I saw that letter, that was such a big moment of, wow, Jesus really is changing me. I really mm -hmm. am becoming more like him and not a moment of um, pride of like, yeah, I know I'm good mm -hmm. at that, but it was things I hadn't thought about or things I hadn't seen. And so it was super encouraging. And I'm really excited to see how this encouragement that we've been pouring into one another, pointing out Jesus and pointing out the grace of Jesus in people's lives, how that's going to impact our church even further outside of our groups. Yep. Um, but now we want to go ahead and just transition to this practical topic of COVID and just leading during COVID. And mm -hmm. I just want to encourage you guys. I know that it has been a struggle to lead in COVID, but I've seen and had a lot of conversations with group leaders and you guys have done an incredible job of caring well for your group and caring well for yourselves and desiring to grow to look more like Jesus. And that is the the purpose of community groups is to become more like Jesus together. And so I just want to remind you to put the emphasis on doing life together. And even if you have to get creative as we continue to um, navigate these waters and figure out what does it look like as the cases go down to start meeting again, um, you may still want to meet outside. You may still want to meet with mask on, whatever would be encouraging um, to your community group members, but also to know that meeting together is going to be so important and something you're mm -hmm. going to have to work hard to navigate. So don't be discouraged by that because when COVID hit, you didn't know you were going to have to navigate that. And now that we're going to hopefully find ourselves getting out of this season, it's going to be another chance of transition and navigation and opportunity just to rely on the Lord for what he's going to do. Yeah. I think that this is a moment and it's a moment that you as a community group leader have been kind of balancing through since COVID began, mm -hmm. but that tension between tender compassion and love, yeah. and then the call for you as a group leader since the beginning of challenging, exhorting, calling people to carry their cross and follow Jesus. I think we have to remember that even before COVID, we had to challenge people to go into community. We had to yeah. challenge people to show up to community group and engage and participate. This obviously made it even more complex, but now that the cases are going down and hopefully at some point will become, uh, just allow more freedom in gathering. It's, it's, it's a good time to start thinking about how to call people back mm -hmm. and to call people back into really engaging, participating, 
not just becoming more like Jesus themselves, but actually giving them a vision for why they're a vital part of other people in the group becoming more like Jesus. There's two passages that come to mind. Um, One is 1 Corinthians 13, where Paul says, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And there's a measure where we're going to need to practice that love, especially for people who continue to have anxiety around COVID. We need to, instead of crushing them with the burden, we need to give them love and understanding. And But at the same time, Hebrews 3 says, exhort one another every day as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. There are people who are in danger of being hardened by sin because they've been isolated from community. And that call requires us as shepherds to go to them and call them back into the light, call them into a place where they may be healed. Mm -hmm. So in all of these things and continuing to point out grace and keeping that culture in shepherding your group through COVID, know that there is abundant grace for you, that you have a chief shepherd who has abundant grace stored up for you when you're struggling through the challenges of shepherding your group. We have kept this under 10 minutes, Mm -hmm. which is a huge win for me, especially, um, and keeping it short. So I'm going to wrap up here. Thanks for joining us for this episode.